This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. This episode is brought to you by... Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Easier than counting the planets, at least. Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Oh, what happened to Pluto? Did it offend someone? FM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. What's up, everybody? It's episode 145 of Beers in the Lot. So before we get going, I got to point you, as always, at our website, beersinthelot.com. That's where you'll find the link to the shop where we've got Beers in the Lot merchandise. Check it out. We've also got the link to the Discord there. We've been adding a few new members lately. You should be the next one. Beersinthelot.com slash Discord. So as we recorded episode 145, the guys and I were watching the Carolina Hurricanes take on the Florida Panthers in game three of the Eastern Conference Finals. So we talked about that. We also talked about the drama in Toronto. And we talked about a recent Yarmir Yager sighting in Pittsburgh on social media. So let's get to it and crack the beers. Here we go. What are you drinking this evening, Aaron? My eyes are popping out of my head. I am drinking a Citrus Squall Double Golden Ale from Dogfish Head. It's an 8% and tastes like a light beer. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Oh, boy. (laughs) So guess what? Your your (laughs) eyes won't be the only thing popping out soon, I bet. (laughs) Oh, this is uh, it's got grapefruit juice in it. Grapefruit juice and blue agave nectar in it. It's a, it's a winning combination with me. I like So you're this. drinking healthy. Yeah, vitamins and citrus. Yeah, That's health- what you need. Yeah, getting my vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. It has what plants need. Yeah. <laughs> it's got electrolytes. Yeah. Like Brondo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> some electrolytes. Oh man, no. Eight percent. This this is dangerous. Anyway. Um, what you got, Johnny? Uh, I have some bullet bourbon this evening. So staple. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Daniel, what do you have this evening, sir? So tonight, uh, I returned from a trip up north and snagged myself some more treehouse beers. So tonight I am drinking Vivid by Treehouse. It is a double IPA. Just a spur of the moment impromptu eight hour drive to get <laughs> beer. Really spur of the moment. Just, <laughs> as you know, I need to schedule everything nowadays. So. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> very provocative name. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? I do. It's like Savage. <laughs> Sausage. Yeah. Isn't that the Johnny Depp cologne? <laughs> I yeah, think so. Yeah. That's that's the one that people would put the S in the middle over the V. <laughs> So it would look like Sausage. Yeah, it's he's playing a guitar with he's playing a guitar with like Panthers in the desert. Like doesn't even make sense. But it's Johnny Depp. Apparently, if you wear the clone, you become like a Keith Richards pirate and you can play guitar <laughs> and Panthers just randomly follow you around. It's kind of cool. So what do you got tonight, Riggs? I have from Attaboy Beer, Guava No Guava. That was canned. Seven days ago. Oh, man. It was super, super fresh. Big uh, fresh guy. Super fresh. Yeah. Gotta be fresh. You know what they should do at Attaboy? Almost like the Krispy Kreme sign. Like, just have a big sign, and just when they're, like, canning something, just go, new canning happening. 
Hot and ready. Yeah, hot. Not well. I don't know about hot and ready. That's late on. Yeah, I don't know about hot and ready, but cold and crisp, ready, something. I don't know. Just a thought. That would be. We're amazing. gonna see a sign. We're gonna see a sign yeah. in like two weeks, and then I'm gonna bang him for royalties. <laughs> like, hey, I know what's going on here, but yeah. Speaking of Panthers following you around, uh, that is definitely the story in North Carolina here. Which uh, I, I bet the the Canes are are sick of these Panthers following them around. It's a close game. I think the Canes are trying to chase the Panthers. Actually, well, yes, that's yeah, that's kind of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Panthers, man, they got that it right now. They, like they got something granted, going. They're only up two zero, and lot could change. But like they got that it. They got that juice. So yeah. Can yes. chuck with a couple of OT winners. That's that'll juice yes. you up. Yes, yeah. they have they have Sergey Bobrovsky. Yeah, yes, that is do. what they have. Bob is <laughs> Bob is doing his thing. <laughs> they have a Bob. They are getting murdered in shot attempts. Like oh yeah, shot it's attempts. Not, it's not even close. But I so. think like they're. I wouldn't say they're fine with that because I'm sure Paul Maurice would love to be on the other end of that. But I like like the way they played, like some of those shot attempts. Like, I mean, this game, it's a little different, but like Carolina, for the most part, they've been somewhat minimized in like getting in tight. Like other shots aren't like awesome chances. Now, granted, like Aho is re-recording game three. He's had a ton of really good looks. So we'll see what happens kind of, you know, moving forward. But oh, they're they're absolutely hammering him too, Aho. Yeah. Oh, man. Any chance they get, they're just hammering him. I just kind of, I think it's funny, like looking at Rob Brendamore on the bench too. Every time someone gets like taken down or something, he kind of has this like perplexed look on his face. And part of me is like, dude, just when did you play hockey? Just curious, Rod. Can you enlighten me a little bit? And then like, you know, like this is the way it is this time of year. Sorry about it. Like getting to the net is hard. Oh, well, sorry about it. I I don't have a lot of sympathy for like coaches kind of like, throwing their arms up in the air when guys get knocked down like i'm like dude like yeah i don't know i don't i don't like the over the top emotional reactions from the coaching staff because i think it then that feeds into the players and they get a little scrambly and a little like uh off of what they're trying to do you know i never i i don't like i don't care what level it is i don't like that so much yeah i agree like it's it's the playoffs like who, what are you expecting? You expecting a, a penalty call? Like anytime your guy gets, you know, brushed up against, like <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Especially like Rod. Like, it's not like, you know, yeah. A guy who played the whole game, like going to the dirty areas, but like, not just that, like Rod Brendamore, like grew up and made his bones. Like when it was clutch and grab, right. Kill him in front of the net. You know, Scott Stevens was running around elbowing people in the dome. Like, <laughs> You know, that was all normal behavior at that point. So now it's like a little different and they do encourage rough stuff still. But like, this is a playoffs, man. They they want to let the players play within reason, obviously. I'm watching the game and they've got the the mic on Mark Stahl. Yeah, that's a horrible choice. Uh, Mark Stahl. Well, they want to get a lot of bench reaction, so it makes sense. Well, they got to play into the. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
You gotta play into the turf farm narrative, you know. Oh god. <laughs> Uncle. It's a turf war. It's a turf war. <laughs> turf war, yeah. <laughs> it would be funny if you could like interview like local uh you know, like nurseries and stuff up in the Canadian region where they get it from the stall turf farm and they're like, it's horrible. That is the worst sod. Some of the worst yeah. grass. Like, I've yeah, ever yeah. Horrible strands. You call this fescue? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is sticks and stems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, they have the the worst blades of grass I've ever seen in my life. Like it's just pathetic. The they're just cruising by on the family name. <laughs> you know it's like they gave up they gave up years ago i shouldn't say that the parents are probably very nice <laughs> but still it'd be a funny narrative it would be funny <laughs> what about vegas there's my thick men just doing things to dallas yeah just asserting vegas. their will it's uh i don't know it's disappointing dallas had it yesterday that's the thing that sucks they had it and then a few Mental lapses by a gentleman who was bought out, Ryan Suter, and Marsh So cuts right down on, you know, comes right into the slot. Really nice pass from Jack. They bang it, and then an OT, they win it. Like, and in a game, J Rob scored two times now at five on five. Like, he looks like he's, he's got his swagger back a little bit, but, and they played essentially like a perfect game yesterday up into the last like three minutes. And it was, as I said, a guy who was bought out and he makes a mistake. Womp womp. What are you going to do? I do find it interesting that all four games of the conference finals so far have needed overtime. Yeah, I was just thinking that. A couple games only needed like a minute or two, but still. <laughs> still OT. <laughs> still OT. It's still extra time. <laughs> well, it does kind of show like these, I think these are the four best teams remaining. Mm-hmm. And also, like the margin of error is very, very slim with these yep. these squads. I agree. If you look at it, like the goaltending for each team has been pretty damn good, considering you know Vegas has had multiple goalies. Aiden Hill's like third on the depth chart, and then you know Jake Ottinger's in the games he needs to win, he shows up. He's had like a little lull in the series, like Seattle especially, but. He got through it, and then, you know, Freddie and Annie, Auntie Ranta got Carolina where they need to be, and you got Bob, so doing things. All four, like, somewhat non-traditional hockey markets as well. I don't think that's being talked about as much. I know Anson Carter mentioned it a little bit, like, when he was playing in the league, going to those markets usually was like a little bit of a vacation. You could take it east. When you go on the road to those places, but, <laughs> but like now, like you can't, you can't do that. Like you get out to Florida. Those are tough games. You're going through Dallas. That's not going to be easy. Vegas ain't easy. And then, you know, a few years ago, think about when all three of the Carolina or California teams were at the height of their powers. Like that was a garbage road trip. And if you're East, you were going through like Alberta or Vancouver as well. And going to the California teams. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Good luck even getting like one or two games a few years ago. It's a lot different in Vancouver and Calgary didn't have a good year, but yeah. Interesting how it all pans out. Yeah. And like we said, it's a all Southern market conference final. <laughs> and, uh, it is a possibility 
if uh, if Dallas gets it together, that the Stanley Cup final could be only being played as far north as Dallas, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's kind of interesting. But I mean, as it stands, Vegas and Florida are both two zero in their respective series. Mm-hmm. If that holds true and they end up advancing, it would be kind of cool. Like one of those franchises will have their first Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah that's that's, that is that's a good story. That's, that's, that's cool. badass, I think. And in like you know, Vegas has gr- a great story. You know, with uh, the successor having in the AHL and even just what they've done in their short time in the league. Florida would be cool too, like because last year they're presidents' uh, trophy winners. This year they're doing really well, and like. I and mean, we always talk about a Stanley Cup boom, like that's great. Like that'll be great for the city and yeah, you know, just the area, Florida hockey. It's been booming in Tampa. Or they're getting the boom off of Tampa from the past couple of years, mm-hmm. a few years. Yeah. And uh extend that down into the Miami Fort Lauderdale area, then yeah, you probably start seeing some big time hockey players coming out of Florida the next fifteen years or so. Probably stemming straight off of these cup wins. Hey, but guess what? You know where there probably won't be any more elite talent coming from anymore? <laughs> probably not out of Tempe. Yeah, dog. <laughs> we finally won. <laughs> we finally won. Fly the banner. <laughs> we Fly got the banner. Also, we got whoever the, I would like to say this too. Like, mission all, accomplished. Like, I make, mission accomplished. I'm making a total joke. Because there are like a lot of diehard yotes fans and kids that that's their team and they grow up loving them. I mean, even adults that like did play, you know, in the Moss Austin Matthews, Tage Thompson, you know, time frame. And it sucks for those people because when you lose an NHL franchise, like listen to the people in Quebec and Winnipeg, how long they had Winnipeg at least got one back, but you know, it sucks. That being said, Arizona like is still just a joke. Like that franchise and ownership, it's pathetic. Yeah. Like stuff came out today about uh, how the CBA was violated, where they had subpar traveling standards and lodging and, you know, stuff with their per diem. And that is that is more of a problem to me because that's your current ownership and management that's jacking that up. That has nothing to do with city council votes, none of that stuff. Right. Yep. And then some jag off on the social media account wants to rickroll everybody. Like I'd be like, glad you think it's funny. Like <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, what a you can't be having like, fun yeah. right now. This I mean, I would say that guy should be fired, but in about a year he won't have a job anyway. So like I don't really care. But like yeah. it's just like like I'm like, come on, man. Like that's just wrong. Yeah, like, like any business that you're in, like yeah. there there are certain things that you can't screw up, like payroll and benefits. Like you can't screw those things up. Like no. Like if if people are owed something for the work that they're doing, like you got to give it to them. So that kind of shit does not fly at all. Like you know, and that just it just again it furthers your point that it's a it's you know to steal a a phrase from from the great one. It's a Mickey Mouse franchise, right? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, you know they're like, oh, we can. We're going to look for other avenues and some of those like literally will cry, will require more public city or county votes. I like, think that's bullshit. Anyway, I don't, 
I yeah, I have it's a little weird out there. I, I agree. Ha- well, no, strange, I have but, a problem yeah. in general with like these multi multi hundreds of million dollar millionaires and billionaires going to city and state governments and saying, "Hey, you need to fork over half or or more." I know, of, I know, it's comical of the costs on the facility that I'm going to make many, many, many more millions and billions of dollars off of in the future. Like, I think that's bullshit. So, anyway. I agree. Well, especially yep, yeah. when you guys can't pay your fucking tax bills or your fucking player per diem in the lodging. Now, granted, I don't know where, like, NHL teams stay. I'm sure it's a much nicer hotel than Dude, I stay at. Laws. But, they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's the thing. I'm like, I doubt they're staying in a con lodge, but it's like... <laughs> but the other you know some people are like well they're still traveling blah blah here's the thing the owners all sign that cba that's, right. that's part of the deal you sign it bud so like you gotta abide by it that's that's the ball game like you want to have 20 million dollars in dead cap space which currently you're allowed to do so they do that you know and fine what the fuck ever but like i can't wait till that team moves and they fire all those stooges there it will make me so fucking happy. I'm just, I'm just sick of the bullshit. Like with all that organization, you know, like, you know, they played in a 5,000 seat arena, blah, blah, blah. They're, yeah. It's just, it's so Mickey mouse. And it a- upsets me kind of like the Gary Bettman, like the day after, like, he's like, no, we're going to try and work out some angles. I'm sure in the back of their heads, like they got a plan B to like move to here, here, here. Hmm. And there's rumor. There's that like salt Lake or Houston may really want, you know, a franchise and they were kind of talking that maybe they kind of want like a untainted brand, if you will. But I will say this, like it was what 500 million for Vegas. It was like six fifty for Seattle. So like you can get a, a team certainly on the cheap because the price for an NHL franchise is only going up. I mean, Ottawa's going to sell for a billion, you know, so maybe I want to get a team on the cheap. And I think, Salt Lake will have an arena. Houston does have an arena. Quebec does have an arena, but then you run into like conference alignment issues. But Kansas City, Kansas City, that's the other. Well, Patrick Mahomes, he was already like, I hey, know. but they, yeah. they also, I mean, they have a building, so they do. And it wouldn't take much to get the facilities right for the NHL club that might move in there. Right. And so. I think they have ice capabilities already. I, th- I think. think so as well. I, I'm not 100% on that, but the, the bottom line there was it's a very, from a facilities standpoint, it's very easy to kind of move an NHL club in there. Yeah. God, nothing will make me happier. <laughs> <laughs> Can we throw a rager? Oh, that dude, happens. I'm, dude, I'm going to have a to party. Celebrate. Come on Ooh, down. Pool the, party. Yeah, we're going to have a pool party and I'm going to invite Keller and you know all the boys i, I want them all to come phil, over you gotta invite oh phil, phil phil's there, a but he's dude, phil phil's probably still yeah. trying to delete that from his wikipedia yeah. like i and i don't blame him i don't blame him at all no you should but like you can you should invite poppy you know because he's you know arizona kid and everything right right and you know yeah he'll call him yeah maybe willie <laughs> will come. come yeah willie better no. come. just tell no. bieber's willie gonna better. be here willie won't willie won't be there his brother Alex will come. Maybe. He'll, Maybe. he'll come. Maybe. I'll fool him. I'll make sure. I'll fool him. Trick him. 
<laughs> I'll trick him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> it's been a weird NHL news week, though, don't you think? It has, yeah. Yeah. When did we see the one thing somebody or Elliot asked somebody, uh, Elliot Friedman asked somebody at, in the Leafs organization how it's going, and they said it was oh, like yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said that today. It was, it was on 32 Thoughts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what a disaster. <laughs> like, it's bad enough they have to deal with yet again not having a deep run. You know, they, they they go down three rip to Florida and then only last another two games. Like that's not what you want after finally getting past the first round. And then everybody starts going nuts about Kyle Dubas. Like I, I don't know. Like that the whole Shanahan thing, like I watched the the press conference that he had. Fantastic that, television. That was supposed mm. to be the Oh it's yeah. Supposed fun to, be, to watch. It's yeah. supposed to be his end of season sort of thing, but since you know he decided to let Kyle Dubas go, now it's all about that, right? Instead of about hey, what are we going to do for next year? You know, what are we going to do about um, extending Matthews? What are we going to do about you know some other contract situations that probably need to be dealt with to get the roster aligned a certain way? Yeah, and instead it's him recounting the story like he was on the witness stand in a trial <laughs> like that's what it was it was, like, it was it was that it was that rehearsed and that detailed it was really like, interesting because that's essentially how he like he just started he's like as announced earlier kyle is no longer or the club has decided not to renew kyle's contract we'll be parting ways and then he goes i'm gonna give you the timeline so it's kind of cool to like you never hear that stuff. So like when I hear it coming from like a very secretive president of hockey ops, Brennan Shanahan, it does one of two things. I think he's out there controlling the narrative. Number one, the other thing, the timeline for me is a hair odd because Wednesday they had a executive management meeting in which Duke, Dubas led regarding how they need to change certain things in the organization, whether that's the roster or people in the organization, you know, moving forward to better the team for next year. You know, like, hey guys, it sucks ass. We have momentum. Let's build on it. You know, and also with, hey, we have a lot of contract shit we got to work out. Dubas led that meeting. Shanny was in there. But then he says his timeline on Monday night when he watched Kyle's press conference he started to have doubts. I think at any point, if you did, you need to like, not necessarily remove Kyle, but kind of go like, Hey, let's not have this now. Like we need to get some things straightened out. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very like, why would you go through that exercise knowing you're not going to do it? And then on Thursday, everything happened, you know, where he's like, I got a revised financial package. Kyle said he still wanted to do it Friday morning. He's like, no, I'm, we're not renewing your deal. Hal Dubas also was like, I don't know the money, but like he was kind of asking it from a billion dollar entity who's kind of like, you know what, man? Like, I don't know. I think no, his mind was I, already made up. I think it was already made up. Shanahan's is much to blame. His his hands are all over this team as well. 
Yeah, the rumors are that there are multiple rumors that Shanahan basically nixed some moves and some deals that Dubas wanted to make. Yeah. And I think I think that that situation ended up in in Shanahan looking for any reason not to keep him on. Yep. And so it just so happened that and, and and he you know Shanahan mentioned it in the in the stupid press conference he was like uh you know I I told Kyle maybe he shouldn't go do his press availability uh, yep. yet until we had all this worked out but he went ahead and did it anyway and I respect and, Dubas for doing that and though. he and he said these things and that's when I started having my doubts and that's when yeah. I was like okay he was he was basically looking for any reason not to keep him on. Yeah. Yep. And you know. And also, got, du if Dubis, if Dubis is like, I would like to streamline decision processes. I'm sure a, part of that, whether yeah. or not anyone wants to admit it, I'm willing to bet that's where Shanahan had input. And I'm, yeah. I don't even know the current structure. Was it fifty fifty? Was it seventy five? 25 i i don't know but i it's, i will know sound, like it sounds like no matter what he had for any sort of move of magnitude he had to go to brendan first and get his okay that's yeah. what it sounded like and yeah. apparently over the years they had differences where i would call it working in professional sports differences like this is how we should do it no this is how we should do it you know like I, so i get part of that shit but like but it's also yeah. telling it's also telling that a couple hours after you know they announced Dubis thing, uh Spezza resigns. Yeah. Like and within hours. Yeah, I think there's something You think he saw the writing on the wall? Probably. Well, I, I think he was on the inside and knew what was going on, right? And and knew what the interactions were. He was hired to work with Dubis too as a special assistant. So like essentially groom him for management and everything. And you know, that's awesome. But like, yeah, maybe Jason was like, you know what? I wanted to do an under Kyle because he created a, you know, from everything you read, like it was a very like forward thinking, uh, you know, front office where like they, they liked analytics, but also hockey people, you know, kind of making decisions like the best way you do it, you know, in 2023 and Maybe the next person they hire isn't like that. That that could be, yeah. They could take it a totally different way. Who knows what happens? He'll end up with Fenway Sports Group and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So like, Kate, KD, <laughs> welcome. I would love to buy you an icy light next time in town. So you'll love it. It's spectacular. But, but he won't make that move in the next week or two, according to Kyle. No, I think, no, whether or not they admit like, Pittsburgh apparently was pretty along in their process naturally, you know, with, Hey, we got to get stuff done. Cause we have contracts. We have the draft, yada, yada. And I think Friday rolled around and I'm willing to bet the second that happened, they were making phone calls. I also saw a, a brief mention, and this is total rumor. Like there's nothing, Ooh. there's no legitimate source behind it or anything. You know, none of the Elliot Freemans, none of the Chris Johnstons, none of these guys are behind it. But yeah, someone did mention that uh, Kyle Dubas had said along the way that 
he would only be a GM in the NHL for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So there's a lot of emotion behind all this, right? Yeah. And I think it's going to take him some time. I, it, you know, as well, much think, as, as, he, yeah. as he said as much, yeah. And as fast as teams have to work right now, because they're up against it with the draft coming up and everything. And really at this point in, in the early summer, right? Uh, you're, you're kind of past the point of no return. So even if you brought in a new GM, like they're not going to be able to implement their strategies and, and however they want to approach the draft. And, oh and, yeah. And it's already essentially probably done. the early part of free agent season. Right. So like, you know, it really doesn't matter at this point, right? When he gets hired and by whom. So, well, they, Elliot Freeman did say one reason Pittsburgh, especially, is like kind of, I wouldn't say stalled, but because they have their, you know, kind of a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak, mm-hmm. they're leaving the president of hockey operations and a few other titles completely open in the event, you know, in some management contracts with the NHL. And other sports, like you can't make a lateral move for titles. And and I think that's essentially like if you're a general manager, they don't want you becoming a general manager like at the end of your contract and just kind of skipping like a player because there's a lot of privy information you get when you're not a player, you know, in management. So like, you know, some of those, let's call it up the ladder moves like you're a GM, but now I can be a president of hockey ops and kind of build out a team from there. So it, it just depends how they how they want to work it. And a lot of the Pittsburgh media said like Brian Burke, as smart as he is and you know, as old school as he is and everything, they kind of said he was just like kind of there. Like he was more of like a some people said a casino greeter. I don't like that term because that means he's like <laughs> how about a Walmart greeter? I love, yeah. Not Walmart, but like like they said casino greeter where he was just kind of there, you know, like just there and and they let Hextall kind of do everything and then that's why Burke was there to kind of be the press and you know essentially the smiling face well I don't think he smiles much he does smile but (laughs) but yeah (laughs) let's take a break to hear from our sponsor shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy like easier than pronouncing Worcester Worcester oh man yeah there's no way anyone gets that on the first try FM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Our business banking relationship managers deliver the personalized service and speedy responses that help your small business do big things. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. Member FDIC. Worcester Steer. Worcester Steer? Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I don't know. Because Calgary's still looking for a GM and a, you know, and a coach. And then New York's still looking for a coach. So, like, there, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff this offseason in general. Like, Caps, in general. Caps are looking for a coach, right? Caps are still looking for a coach. Yeah. Yeah. They are. I, have a, I have a random thought. I was driving around. So, if you're the new GM in Toronto, hypothetically, and you know that Matthew's no trade kicks in in July, like July 1. Move him now. Call Chicago and go like, yeah, we'll give you Poppy. You give us a number one straight up. Yeah, move them now. Are they going to trade a number one? Are they going to trade Bedard for 
Matthews, though. I like, hate saying it this way because I do think Bedard has the the stuff. I'm not saying he's Connor because it's different when you move from junior to uh, NHL. But like Poppy is a proven commodity, and he does one thing exceptionally well that's very hard to do in the NHL, and that's put the puck in the back of the net. Yeah, fair enough. And with There's some of the cap a space, bit of an unknown. hypothetically, I mean, to Chicago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Shane Wright. <clears throat> so like, <laughs> you look at those guys, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe you call Chicago, you know, they have a ton of cap space. Hey, we'll give you this full on proven commodity. You'll have him for a full year. You can negotiate. You could literally give him the farm too. You know, like Chicago could retool very freaking quickly. But here's I don't like Chicago, but like here's the issue. Here's the issue. Toronto doesn't have a GM. Right. They don't. They gotta (laughs) hire they have to they have to hire somebody and they gotta get in there and they gotta start making the calls and having the conversations. Correct. Within you know, what is it? Uh, six weeks here, like, yeah, six weeks, you know, and some of these deals they take a long time to talk through. Yeah, it's know. not like a quick phone call, like you and no. I are sitting around, so you know, like, I, hey, what are you doing? But yeah. I, I do agree that it would make a lot of sense to move him to move Matthews now and not even deal with uh, NTC coming into effect yeah yeah i just i don't know like i i like matthews i i think he's awesome i love him and i kind of get like you know it's a business too but that's why i said like call chicago like call them or call some of the other guys like maybe anaheim because that's a market i could see austin matthews really enjoying i don't think it three columbus like i don't think he wants to go to columbus but you know, like call some teams in the top five, see what you can do. I would. Chicago and Anaheim are big. Well, Anaheim's essentially like Orange County, so yeah, big big market out there. But I don't know. Good players too. Yep. And young, and they could do a hell of a lot because yeah. now actually you have Zegris, uh, McTavish, and Poppy as your centers. <laughs> so like. <laughs> And they're going to have Fantilli. Well, it potentially, yeah. If they trade the, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe they'll just get them all. That'd yeah. be cool. Do you think that Toronto's a different team if they just simply trade no. away Tavares and then give Poppy the C? No one is taking oh, that contract. Yeah, yeah. So this is the problem, right? Tavares is basically untouchable because of the money. It, it's so he's a buyout. Yeah, you you gotta wait until like the last, the second, the last, or the last year of that deal, and then you gotta work out, you gotta work out a deal where he gets bought out and traded. Like it that, sounds like Arizona. Yeah, but they won't buy him out. They'll just keep no, him in won't. LTIR. <laughs> well, well, that's yeah. True. Kind of their mo. But that that contract is just—it's such a—it's a boat anchor. It is. It's such a just a dead weight. Like, but let's say some magic happens, though. Some sort of magical thing occurs, and there's no more John Tavares on the Leafs, and the C is available, and they give that to Austin Matthews. Is the I, team totally different next year? So I I also 
unlike Johnny, I am down on Matthews right now because hmm. I don't, I don't. Do you think the wrist is is really bothering him? No, I don't even. I, I'm not even looking at it from an injury standpoint. I'm looking at it from a hey, it's time to perform. Like it's in the it's playoffs. Time to yeah, go. I agree. It's I time agree. to go. You're you're one yeah. of the guys on this team. You're one of the leaders. Like it's time to go. Like tonight, we're watching, you know, Carolina and Florida, and Aho really hasn't done much so far in early in the series, and he's got so many scoring chances tonight. Like he's yeah, he's he's, he's moving. His motor's moving. Right. He's decided that, you know, things aren't going our way, but I'm going to try and make them go our way and you could tell like and Kachuk watching, came out with a fire in his ass so yeah watching you know matthews through the first round and and the and whatever that second round was um i don't i'm down on him and hmm. i i don't i didn't notice i don't, I don't know yeah he was kind of invisible right yeah i i don't know if that would go over well if you know whatever happens with Tavares, and then you know, okay, now Austin's going to be the the captain. I don't know how that would go for him. Well, yeah, and the and the thing we always mention is like Willie is the one that shows up in the playoffs, and he also has the easiest contract to move. Yeah, which sucks because like he does some stuff. Like you need a guy like that. Morgan Riley could probably be a captain. I think. He had a really good I, playoff, and I think he showed up. Yeah, but he's not going to sign with them. He's not. Well, no, he has a contract extension now. Oh, okay. For a couple of years. But I think, like, the whole yeah, thing for a while. with the, you know, JT coming in and automatically getting the C and, like, all that stuff, like, that had to be addressed then. Like, I, I think that was a mistake then. You know, Absolutely. They, they got that pick and they drafted Austin Matthews to build around to kind of, all right, let's get to the playoffs. Let's get over the hump. Let's, let's put 1967 to bed. Right. And yeah. that was the player that you were going to do that with. Give him the C, you know, a couple years in, you know, whatever JT came yeah, and, you know, they went a different direction and uh, that's not why. They didn't advance, but I still yeah, exactly. say, yeah, I still say the whole situation was weird and negative. There was just a negative vibe around it. Just, it was weird. It was JT of, uh, he was Burke, wasn't he? Didn't Burke make that move? Yeah, it was before, uh, it was before Dubas, right? It was before Kyle, yeah. No, no, no. Kyle Dubas signed that. No, no. Kyle Dubas signed that contract. Did he? Huh. And before, uh, so is Burke, Dave Notice, oh, yeah. Lou, and then Kyle. Because they, right. Lou left, well, left, but yeah. <laughs> Got shown the door. <laughs> it wasn't hard, probably. Burkey, gone. <laughs> yeah. Just fooled him. Shanahan <laughs> orchestrated all that, right? All part of yeah. the Shanna plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, man. It's just strange. It's funny how, you know, he's in that organization and things are not well. And he used to be in Department of Player Safety <laughs> and way it back wasn't when. really running and very it was, well. It was set on a certain course. 
Just, just saying. <laughs> we'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Actually, I, well, hey, I forget. Great player. Yeah. Uh, don't get yeah. Don't get me wrong. Great yeah. player, but maybe you know. Maybe he. That's kind of the one thing I am a little shocked. I, I know we've talked about that a while ago. Like a guy like Shanahan, who was like a total prick to play against. He was a skilled player, but he he sucked to play against. He was tough. He was SOB. I mean, the guy fought Donald Brashear in a time he didn't need to fight him, for God's sakes. But he fought him. So, like, that shows you what kind of stones he has. And then he has, like, that team, like, kind of underneath him, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I understand, like, different, different time, but yeah. So maybe this is where the gap is, right? Where the game is played differently now. Right. And he just can't get there and and he had a gm that understands how the modern game is played and you know shanahan just can't get there and that's where you get the conflict or whatever and you know it goes the way it goes dude johnny t for his career has signed (laughs) three contracts all Total worth of a hundred and twenty-one million. <laughs> he is stealing money right now. <laughs> <laughs> but his last two years, he has this year, obviously, and then twenty-four, twenty-five. And actually, uh, his contract would actually be very favorable to move because After his base salary, year. yes, his base salary is nine hundred and ten million dollars. And he gets a seven million dollar ten thousand nine hundred ten thousand. He gets a salary bonus of nine hundred ten uh, millions. A little yeah, different. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like looking at five thousand numbers. Yeah. So his signing bonus is seven mil, which is paid out July first or whenever yeah, but Toronto. But it had still it counts set. against AAV, so it doesn't Correct. matter. Correct. Correct. But like, if you're trying to move it like especially the last year, like a team will go, oh, you will trade him July 4th. Toronto pays a 7 million. We'll pay the base this year of 900. And all of a sudden, you know, a team like that's hitting the basement or even like a middle team that needs to burn some cap space, you know, like that just needs something. Maybe they'll use him as a third line center. I don't know. Like, I think actually when Ryan O'Reilly was there and JT moved to wing, he actually did really well. Because his skill set, you know, being on the board, he's a little stronger. He's not as fast, but he can he can still keep up. But like in the center position, especially when you're one and two, yeah, in you any conference, go, you, you got to go move. up and down. You got to yeah, go up and your down. motor yeah. has to be very elite. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. God, can't wait to see Kyle. It'll be so cool. <laughs> we should drive up for the press conference, guys. Can't wait to <laughs> see him. Sign a bunch of players. That'll just take our organization to the second round consistently for like four or five years. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. No, nah, maybe, I don't know. I don't, Kyle Dubas is 37. Like he has a long career ahead of him. So that's like right, anyone, man. anyone that's like, you know, this guy can't get it, blah, blah, blah. Like look at the stuff he did this year. He, he literally brought in pieces to address needs that they have lacked the last couple of years. Ryan O'Reilly, Nolachari, Luke Shen. They were 100% fine. So 
then you have to go, all right, if it's not the GM, which clearly isn't this year, it's your coaching staff or it's your players. I'm semi like Eric, you know, I don't think it's a coach. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was Keith at all. Really. I don't, I don't, I mean, and I understand like they lost two out of the first three games to Florida in overtime, but like, look at Carolina tonight. Like this is what you got to do. You, you literally just have to put yourself in position and Carolina. Yes. They're down one Oh, but like they're playing a good enough game to essentially win. And that's what Eric said a couple podcasts ago that this Maple Leafs team can't win a one zero game. They can't, they could never win this game. They can't win one zero. No, 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 no. They could never win this, but, but they're also not built to do that. Right. Right. They're built to shoot out the lights. And if they don't, that's then they right. lose. If, if they're not scoring three, four, five goals a night, they they can't do it. Right. Right. And that but there's like you can win that way in the regular season. But in the in the playoffs, it's you know, we it's just battle for yeah. mm-hmm. it's harder because the 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 time and space goes away. So yeah, you, the guy you that you're bringing on, you know, to to score a goal every other night or more. They're not going to be able to do that in the playoffs. No. They're they're just no. not. Yeah. It's not how it works. No. And and you got to learn how to just you got to make the game simple. You got to simplify and you just if it means that you just got to chip a puck across the next line in order to relieve you know, you got to relieve the pressure, right? Like that's what you got to do. It's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be a controlled exit. Right. It's not going to be a highlight reel, right. like dangle around three <laughs> guys. Go. Exactly. It's not going to be a highlight reel, you know, where you fake going between your legs, then go back to your back. Exactly. Right. You yeah. know, it's not always going to be like, I mean, it is for some people, but <laughs> not exactly. always. Exactly. It's although I just read that Barkov went out in the first period and it's questionable yeah. to return. So yeah, he's out. Yeah. Oh, Looked like something with his arm or shoulder. That's yeah. not good. So we'll see. Yeah. He's out. See Daniel, did you see Yogs was back in? Uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> in yeah, hey, all for that. Was he paying his taxes? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, from what I heard, he settled that years ago. Okay. Hopefully, <laughs> he said something like the video we saw. He was talking in Czech, but I think somebody translated it, and it was something like, "Well, we'd have to work." At, like I think the question was about, "Are you back?" to play or something and no. he said something along the lines no. of we'd have to work out that first line was, like, <laughs> I, I think he That's i great. think he yeah i think he replied to one of the like one of the That's posts great. on social media was like yeah we're gonna keep crosby i did i did see a picture of him with paul coffee which was which was cool yeah that was really I, cool i kind of hope like they retire his number this year and everything like it it would I can't believe they haven't already. Yeah. Well, there was a well, lot of like playing. weird stuff. There was a lot of weird stuff when he left Pittsburgh. Like mm-hmm. he apparently was like very upset about being traded initially. And he kind of like, and this is all like, I don't even know if it's true. It's just like rumors over the years. He gave the penguins a list and they just were like, we're, we're ignoring your list. Like we're, we're <laughs> trading you wherever the hell we want. <laughs> And then he goes down to DC. And the funny thing is, like everyone's like, he was horrible. He put up like a hundred points. He put up a lot of points. He's he did everywhere he, he went. He did. Yeah. I'm like, he did a okay when he was in Washington. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, like it it'd be great because like I mean, for I mean what? 
for Penguins players all time. Like he's in the top four. Like however you want to shuffle that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like obviously Sid Gino, Mario, Yogs. So like I'm sure everybody has a different opinion on one, two, three, four. One, I think it's not even a debate. Like yeah, it's Mario. And then go from there. I don't I don't care how you want to do it. No. But yeah, man, like I hope they retire his his jersey. That'd be sick. And then hopefully they put a statue of him like saluting. Well, that'll do it for episode 145. Thank you so much for your listen. We appreciate it as always. Just like we appreciate all your ratings and likes and reviews and subscribes. Want to give a shout out actually to one of our favorite fans who le- recently left a review and uh, we got a good chuckle out of it. Thank you so much for your review, Josh. You're awesome. And hey, this could be you that we're shouting out in the outro. Be sure to get your reviews in on your favorite podcatcher. So until next Wednesday, thanks again, and we'll see ya.